Through hiker and badass mom Mandy founded Purple Rain Adventure Skirts in 2014. Since then, the quality, design, and care she's put into skirts for men and women to get outside has made her business grow over time. She crafts performance apparel, proudly made in Oregon, that inspires freedom of adventure without compromised style or function. Remember to shop small and support the creator that is supporting the hiking community with kilts and skirts to make you feel comfortable putting in all those miles. We are proud to have her as a sponsor on this podcast. I'm personally excited to sport one on our quest on the Pacific Crest Trail while my daughter rocks hers. Hello. Hello. You're a stranger to me. I don't I don't know too much about you. Oh, well, I don't know much about you either. So. I know. It's with Instagram. Some people post a lot, like friends. You know, they post sure. a lot. You know what they had for dinner. And other people, like, <laughs> don't post. And you don't you don't know. You don't even know what their living room looks like. I know. I know. How could you not know? Yeah. When are you going on the, on, the, on your hike? Uh, our start date is March 20th, but we're we're leaving home on the 17th because we're we're West Coast, so we're going to drive down and uh, park at family and kind of get some things flushed you, out there. You've, you've yeah. hardly even been home, too. I know. Yeah, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> the crazy. year we we set ourselves up for this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You want to get started? I, yeah, I'm ready when you are. Welcome to Season 2 of A Long Walk North. Today's episode is brought to you by Triple Crown Coffee, Purple Rain Adventure Skirts, and the Thruer Hiking Community. <laughs> took you a long time. <laughs> so, what, how have you been? You're you're a hard person to get a hold of. Hmm. I've been great, amazing, phenomenal. You working a lot? Yes. Doing lots of school? Yes, like always. Where'd you go for dinner tonight? I went to a symposium. I've never heard of that. Must be new. Uh, I think they have a couple locations, but there's one in Ajax. It's basically, it's like a restaurant, but they mainly sell desserts. Oh, like desserts and coffee? Yeah, basically. There must be a lot of restaurants that have gone under. I don't think so. Like, I haven't seen any of them close, except for that Swiss Chalet in the No Frills Plaza. That one closed. Oh. You know what's closing, too? Which it was not a big restaurant, but Texas Burger. I didn't know that, but I was on my South Ajax um, Facebook group just looking at what's going on, and everyone was like, Texas Burger is the best place to get a burger. You you were on Facebook in your neighborhood? (laughs) I'm in the South Ajax neighbors. <laughs> Have you earned any badges? Do you earn badges? I don't know how it really works. I think if you're like a big poster, they give you like a badge. Like, Oh, I don't post. I just read what all the moms are saying. <laughs> what all the moms, yeah. You want to know like <laughs> where to stay away from. Like exactly. you know, once they know where all the cool places are, <laughs> like you guys are, you go to a different place. Yes. Yeah. How is mom? Good? Yeah, she's good. Yeah. I won't put that in the podcast. <laughs> Hey, what's up with you, big man? Uh, me? I mean, same old, same old. I'm healthy. I've been walking the dogs for a friend still. Uh, she wants me to do 45 minutes so a day during the week. So that's good, I guess. It's always nice to get out. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to do Trevor's 100-day walking. So March 16th, I guess his family and friends, they're going to do like 100-day walk. This will be the second year doing it. So I think on March 16th, I'm going to try to go walking every day. I don't know how far I go, but I'll try to, I'll try to at least do an hour each day, at least minimum, maybe hour and a half. Nice. I don't know. Maybe that, I don't know what that is. Seven kilometers. I'll track the mileage with my Garmin Instinct watch. Um, Other than that, excited about, you know, the warmer weather coming. So, but other than that, I mean, 
it's kind of cool because as of March 1st, the first like PCT people, like before we recorded this podcast, I was just scrolling on Instagram. So people are like, you know, they're on their day three and day four and they're in Mount Laguna and there's snow. And so it's, it's kind of just kind of neat how they're just starting. So it's nice to kind of watch them. Uh, Jen and Vince, they're going to be starting soon. They shared their Garmin inReach link with me. So now I have it bookmarked so I could just push and see where they are. So it's kind of cool. Like Laura from episode eight, she dropped off some water jugs she filled up because she's like a trail angel around the mile 15 marker coming out of Hauser Creek up the hill. And she wrote some stuff on the water jug. So I gave her a sentence or two to write on a jug. And that was kind of cool. And then I was flipping through Instagram and somebody posted like, hey, there's, you know, thank you for the water. And I'm like, oh, Jesus, that's that's the water. That's my little food <laughs> on it. So um, Carol from the Thruer Group community, she's doing some trail magic, I think, tomorrow. So I sent her $10 US just to like, I don't know, buy some more candy and give it out or to some PCT hikers. So same old, same old with me. What about you? How was uh, how was your trip to Montreal? It was it was really fun. Um, the drive there wasn't that bad, which was good. Uh, the first day like we got there, six hours, I guess, right? Yeah, it's like five ish, kind of. It's not yeah. too bad, um, but it felt quick, which was good. Um, yeah, the first night was really fun. We kind of laid low. We just partied. We went out to like a little restaurant because clubs were closed because it was like a weekday. Um, but that was really fun. The food was good. And then the next day, um, our place had a jacuzzi. So when we woke up, we went in the jacuzzi for a bit, chilled, um, just hung around the house. And then we partied that night again. Um, we went to the warehouse, which is downtown, because that's the only place we could find, really. Yeah. It was good. Everything was cheap. And um, then the ne- we only stayed for three days. So then the next day... Um, Half the group left early because someone had to go to work and she was the one driving a bunch of people. So half the group <laughs> left. <laughs> um, and then it was just my group. There was four of us. So we went around. We stayed. Um, we went around Old Montreal. We did like the Ferris wheel there. We walked around a bit. We got lunch and then we headed back. But it was just funny because like our Airbnb was like, it was <laughs> nothing like the pictures. We had rats. Um, the roof was leaking a lot. The floors oh, were soaked. The just the whole layout was very interesting. Like the couches, they didn't. They had like the lowest backrest. So like, if you wanted to sit on the couches, you either had to lie down or sit fully straight up. <laughs> was there bad reviews? Did people complain? And the reviews didn't really have anything bad. Like that's why we thought it would be a good place. But oh well. Yeah. Oh well. You survived. Yes, it was fun. Get you get you used to the PCT with stuff crawling around your face at night. Oh, yeah. No, I was on the upstairs. The rats were in the basement. Oh, Jesus Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else new? Um, Oh, but like on the drive home from Montreal, I uh, broke my car. I think the whole front suspension broke. Hopefully your car survives. Yeah, I got it fixed. So the next little thing is the thing we're going to do. We're going to call it correction. So this is something if we say something wrong, we... I don't know, set a fact wrong. It gives us a chance to like set something straight. And so it's our new little segment. So why don't you start it off? Okay. Yeah. So the only correction is in episode seven. And I was talking about uh, top five chocolate bars. I said I was going to list them from the fifth to the first. And I said that I was doing it to build suspension. The correct <laughs> word is suspense. Um, suspension is what. It goes under your car that I broke on my way home from Montreal. So, <laughs> but I remember when you said it, you're like, "I'm, I'm doing it to build suspension." <laughs> you I didn't, didn't correct me then. I didn't say nothing. I just kept. Did going. you know it was wrong? Yeah, but I just kept oh. going because I thought, "Oh, we're gonna have some kind of corrections thing." So, oh, cool. <laughs> so you know, if any if anybody hears anything incorrect, something weird, just call us out. Send us a message, or if we said a fact wrong or something like that. Did you know we have an Instagram account for our podcast? It's called A Long Walk North Podcast altogether. So just push all the words together and you will find it. But um, let's jump into this episode Top Five Topics. Top Five, Top Five. Here we go now. This episode's topic is Top Five Fast Food Places. And the one thing there, which is like golden. Okay, Dad? So you go first. What would. 
be your top five places that you love? Um, I mean, this is hard. I feel like there's not a ton of fast food places there are. I just, like, you would okay. think I go to all of them, but I don't. But I'm sure you do. I'll have to, okay, I'll have to start off with, I'll start off with number one. And just because I'm picking this because it's been a staple and it's been around since I was a little kid. And it's Rotten Ronnie's with the classic Big Mac because I've had it since I was like six or seven. The taste, the sauce, the lettuce, the bun, just those things. And the burger's, <laughs> yeah, the burger's so skinny, but I just kind of like the sauce, the lettuce, and the bun taste. Um, I haven't really had that many Big Macs now, unless I guess the app says, hey, they're like three bucks or whatever. So I'll get one just because they're three bucks. But the second one, I would say Subway. I mean, I've been having that since high school. I used to be a cold cut combo guy, but the steak and cheese footlong toasted <laughs> with a little bit of Chipotle Southwest sauce. That's that's the Rolls Royce of them or whatever. I, I really <laughs> like that one. Third is kind of new. I would say that's the Popeye's chicken sandwich. Have you ever had one? No, but Noah makes me order it from all the time. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's good value too. It's like six bucks or something. And it's just, it's good. It's kind of the take on the the USA's Chick-fil-A. It's one that I've never had. Oh, Chick-fil-A is the best. Have you had it? Yes. Where is it? In Toronto? Yeah, there's one in Scarborough and there's also one downtown. So, okay, so Popeye's Chicken Sandwich, that's number three. Four would be Pizza Hut with the Hawaiian, I mean, if they have stuffed crust, but I just like the Hawaiian from Pizza Hut. It's like a pan pizza. It's this greasy, buttery goodness. I don't know. It's kind of good. And like Pizza Hut is like a treat because it feels like it's like 34 bucks for a pizza. It's just ridiculous. Yeah, yeah I'm on five. So fifth would be a burrito. I started eating burritos maybe like six years ago. Something, I don't know, a little packed, little full stuffed chorizo burrito with just chorizo a bunch burrito. of crap in there that's just busting open. I usually I usually tell the person to just make it the way they they make it, like if they were going to make their own. Just like when you made me, I went to Dairy Queen and you made me a blizzard. And I'm like, <laughs> you, you make it like you're making it for yourself or you're making it for, you know. Mm-hmm somebody one of your buddies or whatever and you just jam-packed it full of stuff yeah um what would you say what's your top five all right definitely first would be chick-fil-a you have to try it it's so good you, uh, you put chick-fil-a like i didn't know that was yeah you just talked about it their you... fries are just legendary they're iconic huh. the waffle fries it's like life-changing <laughs> <laughs> life-changing come on man he's like 21 he's <laughs> Makes you experience the world. Mm-hmm. Makes you take acid or something. <laughs> <laughs> You're getting all excited about waffle fries. They're so good. My second is Kung Pao Wa- Wow Walk. <laughs> Don't <laughs> know how you pronounce I'm impressed. It. That's like that's like words you can't spell. Like I feel like because usually you don't go to something like that. Okay, yeah, well, what do you no, have there? Well, okay, I tried it. My friend gave it to me because they like it, so I tried it there. It was really good. And then I went to the mall. Yeah, but not what was long. in it? Like rice? Okay, yeah. No, I got the noodles and I got the sweet and sour chicken. So good. Okay, I'm proud of you. Thank that's- you. Yes, I didn't even pick the rice. I picked the noodles, so I have like you crunchy. You need to practice because we're gonna go to Thailand and Vietnam one day. <laughs> okay, perfect. Then I'd say my third is probably McDonald's. I guess um, their chicken nuggets slap. The fries are good. Super salty. Their sweet and sour is bomb. Um, Wait. So what's your? Is you said the chicken nuggets slap? Yeah. That means it's good. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean for you to say like the good, like whatever you like to eat, you, you list it off at the bat in the beginning. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, chicken nuggets. Um, then fourth, I would. Mm, it's a tie between like what a bagel and pita pit, just because I like bagels and my pita, my cheese pita. It's really good. They make it really good. They always put extra cheese. Of course, because they feel bad. There's nothing else in it. <laughs> really good um and then my fifth i'd say pizza pizza too i like their funnel cake fries have you had those no but i know they have dessert pizza i thought you were gonna say dessert pizza no no the funnel cake fries they're like cinnamony and then you can dip them in caramel sauce they're oh really maybe i good. have 
I think I've had like lunch buffet and I think they had something like that. It might have been like, it looked like breadsticks, but it was like cinnamon-y, dessert Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's good. And then they always deliver my custom grilled cheese pizza very well. So that's good. A grilled cheese pizza? Yeah. It's like a no-sauce pizza. (laughs) (laughs) Just, just, Just cheese? Yeah. So good. Yeah. All right. Dad, why don't you run through quickly some PCT updates? Yes, your favorite segment. So what do I got here? So the Fowler O'Sullivan Foundation uh, had their annual Garmin InReach mini giveaway. It's their second annual. They gave away 10 of them, which is great. I'll put a link in the show notes. They come with seven months of service, which is excellent. They had close to 500 entries, which is amazing. And I learned about the Fowler O'Sullivan Foundation by doing some research for episode nine with Doug Blair. Uh, the foundation provides assistance to families of missing hikers, connects them to vetted resources, facilitates searches on their behalf once the official efforts have been suspended, and they just help out the family of missing hikers. So that's one. Uh, I think that's great that they did that. Uh, Doug donated one in in Trevor's memory, so somebody got you know. Uh, that one. I thought that was great. Second thing is Scout and Frodo have announced that they're going to be starting to host a small number of hikers in San Diego, which is great. They've been an icon staple in the community. And obviously, I think they were going to retire and COVID was just messing things up, but I think they miss it. So they're they're having hikers come back, which is great. Camp Lockets, uh, I think that's how you say it. It's near Campo, uh, which is Cleef. Um, it's a little camp, so it's it's popular place to pitch a tent the day before people start on the PCT. It's about a half mile away. Uh, still waiting for details on hostel accommodations. They kind of teased a couple weeks ago that they're going to have like a hostel, and so wondering what that's going to involve. I did a blog post on how to get to the terminus, so I'll link to that in the show notes uh, and also information about the new shuttle bus. Uh, next thing is there's new ownership at VVR. And uh, with Jim and Vicky, they've sort of moved away, but there's new owners and they want to sort of play a role in supporting through hikers. In Seattle Valley, there's Mid-River RV Park. So obviously that's, they're open again this year. They're marking 20 years with the same owner. Rick at the Seattle Valley store is on his 38th year of serving PCT hikers. So we're going to hit Seattle Valley and I want to try the, the pancake challenge. So I'll put a link in the show notes of the PCT challenges. If anyone has one that I'm missing, please let us know and we'll add it to our list. And the last thing is the PCTA had a post, I think it was yesterday, about the season kicking off and how they wanted to remind hikers to take care when going on the back, going to the bathroom on the trail. You know, follow leave no trace practices and remember to go quite a distance off trail and dig six to eight inches deep and cover it properly and pack out your toilet paper. You know, this is one thing that we will have to get used to since we've really had no practice at all. Have you, you know, have you ever pooped out out in the woods somewhere? Many times. What? <laughs> like when I was younger, like in like elementary school, if I'd just be like going to the park or something by like <laughs> uh, Nana's house, <laughs> in a forest, I would just like go there. Parks, man, everyone. <laughs> no, it was in like, a forest. You just, I know. I know probably which park you're talking about. Like, and what do you just poop behind a tree? Yeah. What do you wipe with? A leaf. It's an empty box of Jolly Ranchers. Yeah. Have you ever had to do it? Um, you know what? In grade twelve gym at Doc, it was co-ed gym, <laughs> and we went camping to a provincial park, and it was like September or October. Really? And so you guys went camping? We went camping in gym class because they wanted. To, that's where you do all like different stuff like curling, golf bowling so we went camping and so they didn't even tell us anything but there was no bathroom so we had to play hide and seek and some of us had flashlights some of us didn't have flashlights (laughs) and i was hiding and i had to go so i'm like okay well i'm gonna go by this tree i was kind of hanging on to this tree and i went and then i just had to remember to like not walk anywhere around that tree for the next (laughs) two days but we didn't we didn't have stuff to dig they didn't tell us to dig we didn't I just had to go. There was like nowhere to go. Nice. So it was kind of stupid to play hide and seek because we were probably all pooping in the woods somewhere. <laughs> God. Yeah. So, but now that I'm older and I know about it, 
I have little poop kits for us. So we have trowels, so we're gonna have to dig and we'll have to get used to it. But it's still, it doesn't freak me out, but I'm not really looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, let's start this podcast with your interview with Mandy from Purple Rain Adventure Skirts. Charging down those craggy mountains with our thrift store friends. Who you find so, so in love with the fallen earth? Oh, you wake in the middle of the fallen night with the summer playing coy. Our guest today is, oh my god, it is a sponsor of the show. So we're excited to talk to Mandy. She's on the line with us. She started her side hustle in 2014, and that's a long time ago, probably. Time goes by very fast, um, on the other hand. So that's her little side hustle has grown into a little nice little side business for her and her son and her partner. They live in beautiful Oregon. Uh, Purple Rain Adventure Skirts, they make practical hiking skirts for badasses got that word from her instagram handmade by mandy but she has help and that help has allowed her to go on some adventures so let's just get into it uh let's welcome her on the podcast she's on the line with us like i said uh hi mandy welcome hi dan great to be here (laughs) how did like okay well how did your year wrap up like obviously we had the holidays and that feels like forever but what has gone on in your life since the holidays? Because I think you went on an adventure. We did. We had a fun adventure going south of the border. We drove down uh, the Baja Peninsula. So we left uh, just after the holidays on January 2nd. And it's been a goal of ours for a while to do the road trip all the way down to the tip and back. So, yeah, we took about five weeks uh, through January and the first part of February to do that. That's nice. What's it like? Like, it's funny because that place exists on the map, but I never notice it. You know, it, right. just, it goes unnoticed in a way. I never really see it. When you look at it, you're like, that would be really cool. Like, do they have roads? Can you drive down to the tip? All that kind of stuff. What's it like? I It's it's beautiful. And I think that's kind of the allure for a lot of people is um, adventure travel. You know, there are there there's one major highway. It's actually improved a lot, you know, for people that have been going down since the 70s. You know, it's it's not a dirt road anymore. Uh, There's still plenty of other, you know, side roads and fun adventures to go on. But you just, you know, you get yourself a good vehicle and one that you can go exploring in. And we we have a four wheel drive truck. So we felt pretty comfortable going on off roads and driving on the, the beaches and finding you know, just wild, wild camping spots. It's a big destination for RVers and, you know, anyone, any of the snowbirds that are kind of heading south for the winter. Is there we'll towns? Go down Baja. Like, I'm sure there's towns. Is there towns and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so some larger some food. Oh yeah. We ate nothing but tacos the whole time. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah, nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So, that's good. so even going way back, you know, the kind of, that just kind of got you thinking about trails and that in 2012, you hiked the, and I don't know if it's called the Appalachian, the Appalachian. It's still, I don't know what's the correct one. But <laughs> Depends you, on where you are. <laughs> exactly. You hiked the AT in 2012. What kind of drew you? Were you living like on the West Coast? Where like, what drew you to that trail? Why that trail? Who'd you go with? Uh, and how did your hike go? I, it was, you know, the seed was planted in college, I believe. I, I grew up in the Midwest and I um, studied recreation in college and um, it had become put on my radar then, um, but I had since moved out west. I was living in Portland, Oregon, um, when I decided that I did want to do a through hike. Um, so I, you know, I'd planned it for several years and done all the research and, you know, saved as much money as I could and thought that the AT was the best starting place for through hiking. Um, I did it like completely on my own. Um, I didn't, you know, start do the hike with anyone. It was definitely a self-empowerment kind of journey for myself. Um, so yeah, it was the year I turned 30 and I needed something momentous to do. So well, don't, I qu- don't say that because then people are going to calculate your age. <laughs> I, I know they're going to do that pretty quickly. I'll probably, I'll probably <laughs> drop it again. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was something that I just, I felt like I needed to do to prove it to myself that I could. Um, so I flew to the other side of the country and started hiking. You know, you could be on a totally different career path. You could have been the original 
Mandy in the Wild, or you know what, you could work for REI, <laughs> something like that. You know, because as soon as you said you know you took recreation in that, I thought of REI. Then I thought of is it is it Miranda Miranda in the Wild? Have you ever seen her on YouTube? No, I don't know what that is. Oh, you know what? She's just a young girl who worked at REI, and she kind of created a little channel. So she she kind of goes out in the wild. She lives in a van, and she's got this little YouTube channel. So she's kind of popular. So that's why I just Uh, wanted to make the joke. You could have been, like, the first one, because I don't think she was uh, doing that in 2012. Probably not. If I was a little more tech savvy, I might have done that. Yeah. (laughs) I'll have to put a link to the show notes. But Yeah, please I know you'll never have time to watch it, because you're a busy lady, but... (laughs) It's there for other people to see Miranda in the wild. So that's cool. So you did the, you did the AT and then obviously, you know, just, and I, you know, I cheated. I listened to you. I didn't think you were on another podcast and I listened to a podcast of someone else's (laughs) and uh, I learned a little bit more about you, but you then made sort of like a test skirt for the PCT because I think you wanted to maybe do a little bit of it. Um, What was it like? having that on the PCT, like were people asking you questions like, Hey, that's rad. Where'd you get that? Where'd you buy it? And then you had to say, I made it. And then, I mean, like, <laughs> you know, and then they're like, Oh my God, can you make me one? Or, yeah. <laughs> um, I, there, there was a fair bit of that. I think we were lucky enough or I, you know, cause that's the experience I want. I'd say lucky. Um, we did the PCT, just the, the Oregon section in 2013. And I, we were ahead of the um the pack we saw maybe oh. like two or three other hikers honestly um that were going northbound and then we you know ran into the first couple uh southbounders that were going but we were like very much like hiking on our own yeah. um, and it was it was just a, a good year i think to be able to do that you know didn't run into a bunch of snow or anything on that so for me it was more like i really liked it <laughs> like and i was like oh i like this you know i assume other people would too um but it was just kind of an eye opener for myself with hiking in a skirt oh absolutely um and then it's cool, like, even when you go to your website, you know, you you have obviously some pictures, like, with men wearing it. And I think mm-hmm. that's totally awesome because I just think it would be, it would be wild to hike in one. Just, like, with the, just your range of motion, ventilation. Yeah. yeah. And just to be a little bit different. Yeah. I think, I think that, you know, men can even benefit more than women from it. You know, it's like, it's airflow. It's all about airflow and, like, yeah, keeping absolutely. everything dry and comfortable and you can still have good pockets with it and i yeah it's hard to find like really good trail attire that you want to wear for you know 100 miles let alone like 2000 oh exactly yeah so obviously you know we know that you've played on the pct a bit in the past and instead of talking more about you know like a little bit on your pct in oregon you got big news because you know you're going to you're going to get on the PCT very very soon um and I'm going to ask you more about the PCT coming up for your you being class of 22 and that just floored me on on your Instagram a couple <laughs> days ago I was like holy shit like you just came back from a trip I thought first I was excited for you the way you typed it on your IG like I'm finally going on a family vacation it's much needed right like good yeah, for you yeah and you went for a good chunk of change and that's awesome and then I'm like, she gets back. She's probably got laundry. The house <laughs> is a mess. And it's like, you know what? Screw this. Let's just let's just leave again. You're going to be like traveling nomads for the next 10 years. But before we talk about that, <laughs> I want to talk a little bit more about your business before we talk about the current PCT stuff. But I don't know. Tell us a little bit. Like, I mean, obviously, you know, you got, got your son with you and you know, does he give you any inspiration or does he, he probably doesn't care. He doesn't care. <laughs> like, look at his age. He doesn't care. About I the know, business. He's, he's starting to, he definitely is like kind of how he notices things. And he's got his own little kilt that he wears. And, you know, when we, he, they go to PCT days with me every year. So he's got to wear his kilt running around and stuff. And, you know, I think he's starting to recognize he's like, you know, starting to be proud of mom and that can recognize seeing other people wearing my skirts. And yeah, he's well, even PCT days, right? Like you, you you guys went to PCT days. I thought maybe that was your first time, but I think you've been a couple of times. But yeah, mm-hmm. but that's kind of cool because you can sort of see the community and exactly. people coming up to you and they're excited to meet you, you know, the person behind, you know, something that they bought. And that must be kind of cool. It is cool. I do. I mean, you know, I want I want my kid to be proud of me. Like I am like, I'm doing he'll, he'll be your social media manager one day, right? I, like yeah, four more he, years. Yeah. He'll, he'll be all into that because you'll be an old person and you won't you won't 
you won't even know how to use your phone anymore. I barely do now. I know. <laughs> He's going to have to take it over if I'm going to stay relevant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Well, tell me about more of like your product lineup. Um, well, it's, it's constantly kind of growing. I'm trying to, like, I have the, the standard adventure skirt, the, the original, um, and I'm broadening out on some colors to do that. I've had this kilt for a while and it's become more and more popular. And I think my customer base is getting frustrated that I'm constantly sold out of it, um, which are like good problems to have, but um, it's getting a little bit of a redesign. So I try to take my feedback from my customers and what I hear on trail and stuff of what they want um, in their adventure wear. So I've got, I've made some updates to it that I think are really going to be great. So that should be dropping in the next, well, hopefully before we get on trail <laughs> yeah, and then awesome. um, I've got a dress that's coming also in the next few weeks yeah yeah so I try to... more, is that more What's like that? let's would that be more like town wear I no. I I mean it's it's well it's for whatever you want it to be yeah. um I love it hiking um and I actually probably might convert more to wearing the dress because it's just it's one piece you don't have to think about you know your tops and your bottoms um you know for out west you have a lot more sun exposure so yeah. it is, it is a sleeveless garment. Um, so you kind of have to think about that, but like for out East and like on the AT, like I would just be skipping down trail in a dress. It feels so nice. And on um, Elena Osborne, like tip tap or whatever on her YouTube, which or her, whatever, she had a little thing for the PCT. She was like six chapters. Okay. But in one of her chapters, she, she got a bunch of the guys in her tramley to hike with dresses. So I guess they went into town <laughs> and got like flowery, awesome <laughs> dresses and it's like they they all look like badasses like they're yeah, right? rocking it and it's like mm -hmm. it's sort of like you look at them and you're like oh you must be so comfortable in it because yeah. it's just the airflow yeah it was just and then i was like to my daughter i'm like oh we got to do that i mean whatever it'll just be fun i know that i mean that's what i love about it is like the dichotomy of just like doing something so badass like you know long distance hiking and this like what is traditionally thought of as like a very feminine garment you're like no like i'm crushing mountains in this you know like, oh it's crazy that. yeah i mean any any small business person in the in the old days or whatever sometimes it's hard to like do social media you do a little bit you don't know if you're doing enough you know you listen to gary v or whatever and he's saying oh you gotta do three tiktoks a day and, you know you gotta <laughs> You know, and you just you just did what you did. Did you find that social media did it play an impact? I guess sharing on Facebook was probably I could see a lot of people sharing on Facebook and if they comment, then that goes to their little friends and and hiker people. Do you think that played a, an impact? Oh, I'm sure it has. I mean, yeah, social media definitely has has its role. It's not my strong suit by any means. Um, you know, I wish I was better at it because I know that there are people that are hungry for learning on things like that. Um, I just don't particularly enjoy it myself. Um, so I, you know, it's, it's, a. Uh, it's hard. I mean, yeah, maybe a couple more years, your son will take over and he'll be doing stories, <laughs> right? So real things yeah. put together and, you know. Um, yeah, I think that there are, there is a lot of opportunity for that. You know, I just have to pick and choose where I put my time and, you know, yeah. when, I, when I'm on it, I'll have many posts, but I, yeah, I'm not sitting there doing videos for reels or anything. I'm not able to keep up with that. So hopefully my audience knows that I'm just authentic and this is what I have the time for right now. <laughs> yeah, it's all good with them. And I noticed that your products are with our garage grown gears mm -hmm. and that's probably opened up more channels to you like other people seeing seeing your stuff which is kind of cool oh they've been hugely helpful um they're an amazing company to work with their reach is really great and they just genuinely really want to help like small cottage oh, brands absolutely it's, it's nice it's so just to cool. go shopping on there right I, yeah. i'm store like I'm, I'm in canada right i wish you know it's hard because our dollar sucks and <laughs> You know, I'll buy stuff, but I think we'll buy it and we'll get it mailed to somewhere in the States. And oh, we'll sure. That's smart. Yeah. But it is fun to like, I love going on there just to look at the smaller companies and, and, you know, whatever, there's medium sized companies too, but just really good gear and stuff that has a really good quality to it. Yeah. I mean, when you are really niche down and specialize in making one or two things, like you can do it really well, you know, <laughs> instead of having the 20 product lineup or something. Yeah. Anyone that has a small business, 
you know, obviously there's family and friends that have your back and they're in your corner. And so you have a partner and I guess I'm sure that they're supportive of you. I think he's in like teaching, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So here's me just assuming of like, oh, where's he getting all this time off to like, (laughs) you know, you know, I'm just trying to figure you out. How long have you guys been together? I 11 years. So we've been together for quite a while. We met um, when I was planning my AT hike and, you know, got together and realized that this one was probably going to be it, you know, but also like, hey, I'm going on a long walk, so I'm not going to see you for six months, you know, Um, and he's been immensely supportive um, the whole way, you know, during my AT hike, he sent me all my resupply boxes um, and he did come out and hike with me for five weeks and I kind of turned him on to backpacking and, you know, he's just as into it even more so than I am now. That's awesome. Uh, Yeah. And you live in such a beautiful place. So it is always fun to go like, you know, on a weekend hike or, you know, you could go for a little hike and then you can go for a little treat, ice cream, (laughs) that's that's what our son wants to do or a beer or whatever on a patio. Yeah. We are very, we feel very lucky and very fortunate to live where we do and yeah. Excellent access to just get out. Are you near Portland? I no, we're we were in Portland, um, but about six years ago, we relocated down to Southern Oregon. So we're near the trail town of Ashland. We're just the next town over oh, nice. in Medford. Yeah, so like twenty miles or road miles, you know, over over the border from California. Have you ever done? Have you ever thought about doing like trail magic? I yeah, actually, every year we do go out. Um, we don't do anything big, but we. I like to do the hike in trail magic. So if we're like backpacking or something and doing, or a day hike, you know, I'll pack in some cookies or, you know, we yeah. had like, we threw some beers in a cooler and knew we were going to cross the PCT and we'll just kind of sit there and wait for hikers to come through. And cool. yeah, we don't see a ton of them, but you know, sit down and make their day for five or 10 minutes. Yeah. I guess 50 a day start out in Mexico, but you wonder <laughs> how many of them are to get up to there. Oh, yeah, a lot for sure. But yeah, I, mean, I don't know, maybe the maybe the 50, maybe there's like, by the time you get up there, maybe there's only like 35 of the 50. <laughs> yeah, very likely. Of the 50. Yeah, and there's a lot of section hikers that come through like hiking the section of, you know, or doing Oregon is pretty popular too. So it's fun yeah. to just get out and talk to people about their hike. Okay, let's talk about the good stuff. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? I when, don't know. Like, when, are you getting, <laughs> when did you decide that? Hey, let's let's do this. Well, I honestly, it's been in the back of my mind since I hiked the AT. I have these like momentous things, you know, I turned 30 and I hiked the AT. So I just turned 40. Now I have to hike the PCT. (laughs) So, you know, uh, my partner Ryan and I have been kind of talking about it. Like how, how could this work? You know, is this something that mom can go off and do on her own? Like, how do I leave my family for, you know, five months? How do I leave my business? So it's kind of been an ongoing conversation probably for at least a year. Um, and then, you know, the permit system opened up in December and you and, did it for fun and, and I did got, it for and fun and, I, oh and God, I, got I got one. one. Oh my, yeah, I got one. And it was actually like fairly easy. I was on, you know, I feel like it was kind of fate was in the cards there. So I got it and, you know, put my son on there and we were kind of good to go. And then, or as a, as a just in case. And then as we're traveling Baja, we're just like, well, I, could we do this as a family? You know, it's like, is it something that we could commit ourselves to going to he he is he's coming on it too you know we did some of the yogi provided research about how to do the individual permits as you go um and turns out it's not that hard (laughs) so we've got him lined up to come too. he he quit his job um at the holidays so it's it's a big momentous year for all of us we're absolutely giving it a go to you know live off of purple rain so see if she can and you know, you fund too. Us here. like even even going back to the business i mean you have great help that's allowed you to go on your little adventure for five weeks you know and and now the pct so you have people people working in in the background to make sure stuff is made on time and delivered and all that stuff which is yeah must be so nice when you find <sighs> great help that you don't have to worry it is. And that has all, you know, kind of come about in the last few months too. like wanting, wanting to do these trips and thinking about the PCT. It's like, well, I have to put these things into place before any of that can happen. So I work best with deadlines. So I got, got everything into place and yeah, I found amazing help that's willing to run it for me. 
um, while I, you know, just check in every few days. It's it's, it's dreamy, actually. <laughs> it's like that quote. If it wasn't for the last minute, nothing would ever get done. I, I love that quote, Dan. It's perfect. It completely, like, summarizes that, my like, whole life. 15 yeah. years ago, and I tell that to everybody. Yeah, so good. Did you notice, uh, like, Littlefoot? Do you know who Littlefoot is? I'll just I say- did, yes, I do. And it's stuff like that that gets in my head, thinking that we yeah, can do this. Yeah, because that must have sparked <laughs> it. Like, Littlefoot was sort of like Sasquatch. But there's, there's pictures, <laughs> there's pictures, you know, like for me following, it wasn't like, like Littlefoot didn't have a daily vlog and you know what I mean? It's like, how mm-hmm. did they, I just, I just, I, I guess I, I know what happened, but I guess I would love to see more of a documentary because oh, I, know. I would just love to watch because kids like, like my son. Okay. Like my daughter, I said, do you want to do the PCT? She's like, I'm in, you know, she doesn't even know what it looks like. She just thinks awesome. it's a big Instagram moment. I'm in, I'll do it. It's a challenge. <laughs> it's a challenge. I asked my yeah. son, he's 15. He's a video gamer. So he doesn't want to, like if he did it, he would go for a day, Yeah. but then he wouldn't like, we're going to do it the next day. We're going to do it the next day. We're going to do it the next day. So that's why I thought like Littlefoot, it's like, Ooh. like what where's the point in the line in the, the line in the sand that little foot's like fuck this like let's <laughs> all let it die out. but you know what i mean like what yeah like, yeah it's you know what i mean because sometimes you could i could take my kids when they were small to well to something and i thought it's going to be epic and it, it, and they did enjoy it but sometimes after an hour they're like okay not, what's next? yeah you know not what go to you mcdonald's thought. now like <laughs> definitely you know so I, and I know. And that's why, you know, I didn't really like announce anything for a long time. It's like, we really are going to do this. Like, what, what am I putting my family into the position we're putting ourselves into or what we're putting our son up against? I, I, we really don't know. Somebody posted yesterday, somebody gave some advice to the class of 22 and they kind of said like, don't think about it that you're going from Mexico to Canada because just think that's your, you know, you're just walking that way. Like, right. you don't know. Like, nobody's a failure if you don't do it. No one's a failure if their kid doesn't want to walk anymore. It doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter. If you just had fun, no matter what you do, that's the takeaway from it. It's the memories oh. of, of what you do. 100%. Yeah. And you, you can't plan it. You know, if, if motherhood and through hiking has taught me anything, it's like, it's not going to work out the way you think it's going to. <laughs> so stop trying to force it. Um, you know, it, it's a day by day thing. Um, and I, I know that because I've hiked it. So I'm really trying to like, you know, temper down my anxiety about it. I'm not thinking about Canada. I'm not thinking about Sierras, you know, I'm just, we're just looking at the desert. We've got like four boxes packed that family's going to send to us. Like, yeah. we just have no idea how, how we're going to eat or like what kind of mileage we are going to be doing. And that's why we're starting early too, is because we're going to be going slow. <laughs> so giving ourselves some time to adjust to what life looks like on trail. It's crazy. How old your son? Four or five? He's well, five and a half. He'll turn six on trail this summer. Okay. Yeah. It's just crazy. Cause I just remember with my kids, it's like, we would, we would go for a walk around the block, you know, and my daughter would be little and she'd be like, it's sort of like, I want to bring, I want to bring my little bike. Like, her, you know, okay, ride your little bike. And you know, you're going halfway through, she doesn't want to ride the bike anymore. And dad's got to <laughs> carry the bike all the right. way home. And it's like sometimes, you know, you go somewhere and next thing you know, like, I got to carry my kid home because my kid doesn't want to walk anymore. Yeah. When they want to be done, they're done. They're um, done. It's like yeah. carry me. And it's like they get bigger and bigger and heavier. And heavier. <laughs> yeah, they do. I, you know, I, I know. And I, I wouldn't put my son up to something that I didn't believe that he could do. And we have done, you know, many long hikes yeah. not to say that it's 2000 miles or anything. Um, but I'm hoping and I, I have talked to other families that have done it. Um, you know, and it's just like, it becomes your life on trail. So they just have to adjust what, to what the new life is. Absolutely. Um, I think yeah. that's, doesn't matter how old you are. Right. A right. Little bit. Once your body understands, okay, I need to get used to this because the dude's making me walk every day. Yeah. And the only way to get out is by, you know, keep walking. So that's, um, and yeah, we can't, we can't carry them anymore. And there's, there's a milkshake waiting on the other side. So let's keep going, kid. Yeah, exactly. And what's your start date? Uh, the start date is March 20th. March 20th. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah, it's coming up quick. (laughs) And you're not, you're not, you know, you're not the YouTube, you're not vlogging it. You might do a little bit of 
at least well post an instagram when yeah, you get into town be, and get some wi-fi i'll be lucky we do an instagram I, I did have some dreams of doing some blogging and stuff i just don't want to be on my phone the whole time either i you no, know so it's a when it's you're a in town, though like yeah. you might have a hundred pictures you're just gonna find one you really love and it's a summary oh, sure. picture yeah absolutely because people are gonna follow you they want oh i know they want to know and i honestly you know it's a pretty good marketing campaign so i gotta take advantage of it <laughs> oh yeah you'll be taking lots of content <laughs> yeah. photo shoots and stuff exactly <laughs> oh my god it's just so excited it's like i don't know you and i know you but i don't i don't know littlefoot so you're like the closest to littlefoot <laughs> i was so excited last year i thought oh my god that's like freaking awesome I did. I know. And I, I remember seeing that. And I was, I showed Ryan, I was like, look, I think she was even four or turned five or something. Yeah, she was yeah, even like yeah, yeah, yeah. younger, younger than my kid. And I was like, see, they're doing it. Like we can do this. So that's where we get these crazy ideas and we just go for it. Silly question though, but What's you that? should reach out to them. You should chit chat with the mom. I well we have touched base a little bit on that and I kind of asked them what what their route was you know of how they managed the Sierra and stuff and she gave me a couple tips on that yeah which actually they they ended up skipping the Sierra which I I understand and that might be our trajectory also um yeah we'll we'll see when we're out there what's possible very very low risk threshold we have so (laughs) How do you think you're going to handle it? You know, are you scared of injuries? You know, some people get like shin splints. Some people get goofiness like with their legs. Oh, sure. Um, yeah, I mean, more worried like for myself of getting injured um, along the way. I yeah, I do. I, I kind of have a lot of anxiety about that, that potential, um, you know, San Jacinto, like with some some snow conditions. I think we'll probably opt out for any of the um, alternates uh, if there is any sort of risk. I, my son is, is very capable, but he's also just a rambunctious boy. Like he, you know, like once we get to camp, he wants to keep climbing trees, like scares me to death that he'll fall and break his arm in the middle of nowhere. And, you know, yeah. I yeah. mean, my daughter, my daughter, like, you know, she's like 21 and I'm scared that she's just going to be clumsy and she's going to kick a rock. You yeah, know, and just fall. Exactly, exactly. You know, and hopefully you don't fall on another rock. Yeah. So I'm, and I just remember like going somewhere with my kids. It's, and I wasn't holding their hand. I was just scared that they're not lift, they're not going to lift their feet high enough and clear a rock or something. And it's it, that used to just freak me out. Yeah, it is. I mean, there's very, very serious. Um, Every know. parent knows what that is because you yeah. just don't run, don't run. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Don't run. I know. <laughs> But, you know, we have that risk just like walking out of our house, too. So I we just are feeling like we got to at least give it a give it a try and don't want to be like crippled by those fears. Awesome. Um, now that we're best friends, will you come back <laughs> and, and can I talk to you after you come home? You answer shit tons of emails and you, you know, do all the stuff you got to do. We should chit chat again because I want to hear more no matter yeah. how it goes. Okay. All right. That's, that's fair. Yeah. I think we'll have much more introspection on it at that point. And um, yeah, I would love to chat again. Okay. Awesome. We will do that then. So thank you so much. And I will bug you, bug you, bug you. And I feel <laughs> that you've had enough time to get your stuff done at home after you get home or any kind of, any kind of signal you put on Instagram. And I kind of know, I think she's home. Yeah, you can jump on it. I'll I'll give you two (laughs) weeks and then I'll bug you. Sounds good. (laughs) All right, perfect. Okay, well, thank you so much. Oh, thank you. It was nice chatting with you. Okay, cheers. Bye. Longer and longer strive. Skateboard affair with a primal trial. Charging down those craggy mountains. Without thrift store friends Who you find so So in love with the fallen earth Who you wake in the middle of the fallen night With the summer playing coy Thanks for listening everyone uh, we would like to thank Mandy for coming on to talk to us. I think that it's awesome that she's attempting it with her family. That's wild memories right there. I also can't wait to rock one of her hiking kilts on my hike. 
We should do flowery dresses, as you said in the podcast. I would pay money to see you rock a great auntie Savannah dress on the trail. <laughs> Don't forget to subscribe to hear our future podcasts. Gear and links to things we talked about can be found in the show notes on our website with the link in this episode's description. Special thanks to our sponsors, Triple Crown Coffee, Purple Rain Adventure Skirts, and Thruer. And finally, thank you to our Patreons who help support us in making this goal become a reality. We can't thank you enough. Um, like the last episode, we are going newest to oldest and highlighting one person. Today, we want to recognize Kara. She lives on the West Coast in Vancouver, and she's moving home to Ontario. So we won't be able to crash with our stinky bodies on her couch when we hit Canada. Kara's been with us for 20 months, and the proceeds of her tear are helping me finance my four to five pairs of shoes. Hey, Kara, thanks so much. Uh, Kara has firsthand knowledge of my rambling ideas since we worked together at Lufthansa, and I just love that she has the travel bug, and she's also investing in stocks. I hope she's not down like us. Uh, The markets have been brutal with the pandemic hurting the stock market, and now with tensions on high alert in the northwestern Europe, it'll take some time to rebound. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but with that, we do appreciate all our Patreon members. Hey Tay, I'm jealous of your spring because you get it before us, but I hope we can meet up in 2023. Sounds like we'll come to BC to do a shakedown hike. For everyone else, our finances and savings are on our website in the menu if you want to take a look. In closing, we hope that you enjoyed this podcast, and if you have any feedback or any questions about our hike, please use the link in the description of this episode you are listening to. If you expand it, um, so feel free to record your questions for us or simply message us on any platform. This leads us to episode 11, which we will plan to finally answer questions that we have gotten. Um, We have a stockpile from Sue to answer and some others that have come in for us. Dan's friend and Patreon supporter Michelle is going to interview us live, so she will also have some questions of her own that she wants to ask. Um, But until next time, find us and follow us on any socials as we prepare for the hardest thing that we have ever tried to accomplish in life. We hope our trip inspires you to get outside and push yourself a little. And it's always nice to get outside into nature and enjoy what is around us. Take care. Take care. Dan here. Thank you so much for listening to episode 10. Just to let you know, on episode 13, Mandy comes back on the show. She's actually on trail, so she's hiking with her son. Uh, his trail name's Bedtime, and she's also hiking with her partner. So the three of them are hiking. Uh, I catch up with them on the trail, but if you wanted to bounce over to episode 13, all right, have a good one. Don't forget to follow us on social. Our handle is PCT Just Do It, which is P-C-T-J-S-D-O-I-T. We use that handle on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. You can find links to our social channels and other links on our website, hikethepct.ca. And when you hit the menu on the website, we have other things, like our gear lists, PCT trail notes, projected expenses, current savings, and other links, and other information about our hike.